Hey guys, Eric Martel here. Today we're going to talk about how you can retire early from real estate investing. And by the end of this video, you will realize that you don't need as much money as you think to maintain your existing lifestyle. Now, none of us are getting any younger. We all eventually want to retire. We all want to travel, spend more time with friends and family. And when that time comes, you want to have a stream of income that's coming in without you having to work for it, which is called passive income. Traditionally, this retirement income comes from three sources. One of them is Social Security. So this is the thing that you've been paying for all your life. Social Security is managed by the government. And there are a lot of concerns surrounding Social Security, like whether it's going to be enough money to pay for your benefits. But I'm going to assume that this is all going to be fine that the government is going to continue to pay out normally and forever. And there's a lot of talk also about Social Security. But the payment you will receive is not as much as you expect. You can actually go on to the Social Security website to figure out exactly how much that is. And you will realize that you need another source of income. The second common source of retirement income is a pension plan. I'm not talking about the 401k here. I'm talking about defined benefit pension plans that are paid by large companies, federal, state, and local governments mainly. Defined benefit plans define at the beginning of the employment the percentage of your final salary that you can expect to receive at retirement and for the rest of your life. These plans have eroded away over the last 30 years to a point that nobody knows about these plans anymore. If you're listening right now, put a comment and let me know if you know about defined benefit pensions and if you are eligible to get the benefits from these defined benefit pension plans. Most corporations have aggressively gotten rid of them in favor of 401ks. You have to understand that a defined benefit pension plan is a liability for a company, but it is absolutely fantastic for employees. So you see, with a defined benefit pension plan, the company pays for someone to manage, someone to invest the funds to make sure that there is enough money when it's time for you to retire. And guess what happens if they do a bad investment or if the stock market goes down? The employer is responsible for funding the gap. I don't need to tell you that there's nothing like this for the 401ks. You are responsible for the savings. You are responsible for the investments. And you are responsible if the stock market crashes. You're also responsible for figuring out how to turn these savings into a passive income stream at retirement. Basically, the risk of retirement shifted from the employer to the employee. And this brings me to the third source of retirement income, which is the 401ks, the IRAs, savings and investment, all that bundled together. The most important thing for you to figure out today is how you are going to convert these savings into a stream of income. The reason why this is so important is that Social Security will cover about 10% of your retirement income. And if you're lucky enough to have a defined benefit pension plan, that might cover another 50% of your retirement income, leaving about, you know, 40% to you. But if you are like most people, you don't have a corporate pension plan. So your savings will have to generate 90% of your retirement income needs. So you must be asking yourself, how much do I need in 401ks, IRAs, and investment to be able to retire comfortably? Well, for years, financial experts have told us that you need like a million dollars, two million dollars, three million dollars in savings to retire. We also hear 
some other metrics like 10 times your salary that you should have saved. You can also look at the retirement calculators online from AARP and it will tell you how much money you need to save. But figuring out how much savings you need is not the most important question. The most important question is how you will convert your savings into a passive income stream. Because figuring out how will determine how much you need. There are traditionally four different ways of converting your savings into a stream of income. The first one is a bond ladder. It is a portfolio of bonds that have different maturity dates. As the bond expire, they pay the capital back in the interest, you live on the interest and you buy more bonds with the capital. With a typical return of 4% on bonds, you would need $2.5 million in bonds to make $100,000 a year in income. The second method is the asset withdrawal method. Sometimes it's called the 4% rule. And the idea there is that you would invest your savings in the stock market, hopefully something that is fairly stable. And then every year you would extract 4% of the value of your portfolio and adjust with inflation every year. I'm not going to include taxes and fees in this calculation. And the idea here is that on average, the stock market basically would go up about 9%. So if you take out 4% every year, then you should have enough money to retire for a long period of time. In years where the stock market declines, you would actually have to liquidate some of your capital. Again, you would need about $2.5 million to generate about $100,000 in income. And I want you to realize that with this method, you are exposed to stock market risk. There is a website called 4% Rule, which runs various historical stock market scenarios to try to predict the probability of running out of money. And even with $2.5 million in investment and 4% asset withdrawal, the probability of running out of money is 20%, which I think is pretty high. The next option is the annuity. Annuity is highly dependent on your age and the interest rate when you retire. A 2% change in interest rate can reduce your payout amount by as much as 20%. In today's environment, $1.8 million should give you $100,000 per year or about $8,000 a month in passive income. That $1.8 million is the premium you will have to pay for a basic life annuity. No inflation protection, no spouse protection. So if you want that protection, your premium would have to go up to $2.5 million. Now this $2.5 million is the price tag you have to pay the insurance company. If you and your partner die a month after paying that $2.5 million premium, the insurance company will pay out your regular monthly payout, the $8,000. That's it. The $2.5 million is gone. You can, of course, buy a waiver to make sure they at least return the premium, but that will cost you more money. If you don't have that waiver, that $2.5 million that you paid in premium is gone. So nothing is left for your children, and your legacy will be the memory of you destroying $2.5 million in wealth instantly. Finally, my favorite is real estate rentals. Nobody talks about it, and that's because financial planners are not getting a commission offering this investment, but they get paid on all the previous three methods. With this method, converting your assets into a stream of income is relatively easy, even at retirement. But I recommend that you start working on building that rental portfolio as early as possible. And the reason for this is that there are significant tax advantages 
of investing in real estate. These tax advantages will reduce the amount of taxes you pay and accelerate your returns. The other advantage of the rental portfolio is that it is indexed almost automatically with inflation because the rents are increasing every year while your mortgage remains the same. Your operating expenses also increase, but your net cash flow increases more over time. The other advantage of these rental portfolios is appreciation, especially if you started building your portfolio early. And if you use leverage, then you multiply your appreciation five times. At retirement, you can refinance one or more of these properties to live off the proceeds from the loan. That income is tax-free to you, but the interest is tax deductible and the tenant is paying down the loan. Of course, you are still getting the net cash flow from each of these properties. The last advantage is leaving a legacy for your children. So how much money do we need if we were to convert our savings into rentals at retirement. So if you buy turnkey single family rentals, you could buy a property for about $120,000, put down 20%, and you have some closing costs, and that would be about $30,000 per house. The rent will be close to $1,200. All the expenses, including mortgage, property management, taxes, insurance, and you would be left with $200 in net cash flow per month. To make $100,000 a year, you would need 40 to 45 houses. You could also buy a 45-unit apartment building if you prefer. So if I'm sticking to my 45 houses, 45 houses at $30,000 in down payment each means that you need $1.4 million. That's half the amount required with the other three methods. It's less risky. You'll never run out of money. It doesn't matter if the real estate market crashes because you're getting net cash flow. It is adjusted for inflation. You don't have to get a waiver and pay more premium for that. And you are leaving a legacy for your children. That is assuming that if you're doing this at retirement. Well, you would need a whole lot less the earlier you start because of tax advantages, cash flow from the tenants, appreciation, etc. If you want to know more about financial freedom, early retirement, wealth building, make sure you subscribe to my channel and see you next week.